Hey everyone, Benjamin Block here. Thanks again for tuning in. On today's episode, my guest is Peaky Blinders star Joe Cole. Joe talks about his latest project, a film called A Prayer Before Dawn, which officially releases Friday, August 10th. It's a role where Joe portrays English boxer Billy Moore, whose drug addiction has landed him in two of Thailand's worst prisons for a total of 15 years. It's an incredibly authentic and intense movie that not only brings to light the living hell that Billy Moore battled, but showcases the variety of Joe Cole's abilities as an actor. So without further delay, here's the full conversation that I had with Joe. So tell me about what your process was in deciding to take on this role. Um, I, uh, I share an agent with Jean Stéphane, the director. Um, and he responded to some of my previous work, um, Offender, Young Offenders film, and Slap, about a transvestite boxer. Yeah. Um, and and then, so I heard about this script a while, a while before we shot it, and I read Billy's book, and I just thought it was a crazy, like, story that was very hard to believe that it happened, that was so, so, so amazing. Um, reminded me of a bit of a book called Shantaram that I read like years ago about a guy who gets locked, you know, locked up in an Indian prison. Okay. And I, I just thought it was a fascinating, um, a fascinating story. And then after I, and then I watched a bit of a few of Billy's interviews, and I, I met Billy, and I realised he was a far more complex character than, than might meet the eye. You know, he was as well as being this kind of being able to turn on this very physical kind of aggressive. Um, energy. He was also a little boy in a man's body in a lot of ways, incredibly vulnerable. Um, wow. And, and 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 insecure, and obviously an addict, um, and, and and hugely charismatic. And um, I just thought it was a, a fantastic opportunity, and one that was very um, very difficult to turn down. Yeah, I got that sense, obviously, from not meeting Billy or knowing him, but I got that sense that he was just incredibly layered, and almost like he didn't get a chance to sort of. Uh, mature, you know, along with his age and things we take for granted. And you're right, it's an incredibly intense story. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, you share the boxing aspect with the movie Slap that you did in 2014, but uh, how was it different? I imagine it was, it must have been extremely different preparing for, for this role, right? You spent three months in the prison, I think? Yeah, we stayed... Um you know, I was out in Thailand for three months, um, and you know, I was, I was in these spit and sawdust um, boxing camps. Um, you know, waking up at the crack of dawn, eating, <laughs> eating Thai food, sparring with loads of different Thai fighters, prisoner boxers, ex-prisoner boxers. Um, it was a whole different level of kind of immersive, um, uh, of an immersive experience. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and you said that the bl- uh, the blood and the bruises were real. I think I read that, and and you were working alongside ex prisoners and professional kickboxers. The uh, yeah. talk about that a little bit, because I mean the authenticity and it almost seemed like it was a documentary. Like you said, it's almost hard to believe this guy Billy Moore lived this kind of life, and yeah. <laughs> and not knowing that, I would have completely believed that it could have been a documentary. I mean, yeah, um, you know, Jean Stefan, uh, 
he uh, shoots almost in a documentary style sense. He likes to get the real people, and he likes to um, make it as authentic and immersive as possible. We did that with his previous film, uh, Johnny Mad Dog, about child soldiers in Liberia. Oh, Went right. To Liberia and found all these child soldiers in this town where the rebels had up and left, and they were on the streets fighting for fighting for scraps. And he, he, uh, he, you know, he put them in a flat, in an apartment together, and, and gave them guns and blanks and recreated them, their lives. And with this story, he uh, he sort of infiltrated the. Um, the, the gang underworld in, in, in Bangkok, in Thailand, and, and, and found all these these ex-prisoners. And, and one, you know, part of the process for him and for, for us was that he wanted them to be able to tell their stories. And, and, and so they're playing themselves, yeah. and, and, they're, and they're, they're telling their stories as well. And some of them actually do tell their, their, their stories of how they got into prison in, in the movie. And... Um, you know that was that was that was part of the the whole beauty of the beauty of the shoot, which we try to collaborate with um, with with all these ex prisoners, both on and off camera, to create an environment that was that was and to create a film that was just took took this to a to a whole new level of, of, of realness. Yeah, and you feel that no doubt about it. Um, and they were all ex prisoners. Obviously, you couldn't work with uh, people that are currently in the prison that you filmed yeah. at, right? Yeah, yeah. So we, we 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 shot in a disused prison. It had recently closed down and they populated it with all ex ex prisoners in Thailand. But then oh, okay. we also shot we also shot the um the final um the, the final uh, the end of the film in a real prison in the Philippines. Uh, really? three thousand prisoners. Yeah, they put a boxing ring in the middle of the courtyard. I went toe to toe with the champion Thai boxer. Whoa. Um, and uh, and that that was a working prison, which is crazy because in the Western world, in in England or in America, mm-hmm. you'd never be able to do that. Um, no, no <laughs> um, but we did, and you know, a load of guys tried to escape the day we filmed, and you know, our makeup artists had like two big bodyguards with her at all times, and oh, and, uh, and 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 that was that was uh, that was another that was another thing that just yeah, it was pretty pretty incredible. That is just remarkable. How do you not leave those days just completely drained? I mean, what were you like when you when you left this movie? It was almost I would think you would have to have sort of a return to reality or a grief yeah. or, or something. <laughs> I remember um I remember getting on the plane home from finishing the movie and feeling very emotional, sure. um, which is a bit naff really because at the end of the day all I'm all I'm doing is making movies, but I felt um, I felt like it was such a kind of all-encompassing experience and I've met so many great people with fantastic lives um, history and, and these 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 lives that they've lived and I felt like I could share in that and I felt and no matter how the movie turned out I'd had this experience that most you know all, most people on this planet if not all of them would would, would ever get to experience um, and I, no felt, I felt I felt very very lucky um, that I'd had that yeah it's almost as if you take a little bit of a piece of a character or a movie with you whenever you leave it and you must you must just grow in so many different kind of ways from having those experiences i i can only imagine and definitely definitely um so as far as the sport itself are you a boxing fan or have you become one because of these films and these kind of the physical nature of these films that you've sort of taken on um it's definitely yeah it's definitely become something that I've become a lot more interested in obviously when you learn a skill set sure. like the one I've been lucky enough to learn um, 
you know, you use that, and I now I implement that in my day to day, my day to day exercise regimes. You know, I, I still box and and skip and 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 and, and tire box and do all of that stuff. So, so yeah, it's like you 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 you're lucky. We're lucky in this sense because, you know, I I, I was forced to to, you know, off my own back to learn Muay Thai because so I didn't come up trumps and look like a look like an idiot on on camera and that and and that pressure has paid off because now it's something that i'll have in my locker for the rest of my life absolutely yeah and i guess that's always the fear in the back of the mind you know because obviously the you know the action scenes that you shot in this movie were were just you never really got any sense at all that you know oh oh, that was the the choreograph was off on that or whatever it seemed extremely extremely real and and boxing is an amazing workout too. I can speak to that. I mean, just uh jumping rope is is probably as much or more cardio than maybe just stepping on the treadmills. Are you a fan of George Groves, the British boxer or Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you excited about his upcoming fight? Who's he fighting next? Uh next. I think he's in he's got a fight in Saudi Arabia next. Uh who's he fighting next? Callum Smith. Yeah, he just okay. fought yeah, yeah, yeah. Eubank Jr. He won over him, which was a cool fight in Manchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I he's mean, a, he's a he's a good fighter, man. And and as far as you growing up, what kind of life did you have growing up in Kingston? Um, it's hard to compare because it's the only life I know. But yeah, you know, relatively, um, you know, I've got four younger brothers, so it was always a very busy household. Um, you know, my mum used to look after other kids as well, so I was just, um, you know, I suppose I was a bit of a bit of a joker, a bit of a prankster, and and, and <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just always had a very busy environment around me. Yeah, no question. And I, I think I read somewhere that you you said that when you kind of fell into acting, that it was a kind of escapism for you. Well, I don't know if it's escapism. Um, you know, I suppose. Um, it's always been something, you know, ever since I probably first started doing it at school at around the age of 12, 13, um, something that I've just, um, I've just loved absorbing myself in in characters and I I just felt I could get lost on stage and I could get, uh, and I could lose myself um, playing playing these parts that were quite different to myself. Um, I suppose I've got a, uh, an emotion and, 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 and an underlying kind of like um, aggression and whatever that I, that I can. Um, that was something that I that I, that I took, I took to quite naturally and 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 just you know, something you know when when they call action in between action and cut it was something that I've always um, I just I just I, I'd love to do and I, I found myself able to lose myself in it. Yeah, and. And then you just throw on top of that. I mean, you've you've done so many physical roles and athletic roles. Is that a direction that you want to continue to go in? Um, I'm all about variety. Um, just so happens you get what you're given to a certain extent, and you know people have obviously responded to my other physical roles and and given me more. Um, but for me, it's about variety, and I love you know that's why I did Black Mirror, which was a complete antithesis of Prayer Before Dawn. That's yeah, so a right. rom-com, um, yeah. uh, essentially, modern-day rom-com. And, 
Yeah, just uh, you know, for me, it's about variety. You know, when I do when I did after prayer, I wanted to do something different. You know, two years on now, and you know, potentially I could do, you know, something else um, in that vein. But 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 we'll see. You know, good good roles and good uh, good filmmakers is what I'm looking for. I mean, you've shown so, that already through Peaky Blinders and that episode in Black Mirror and and with a prayer before dawn. I know I'm only mentioning just a few of. of you know, of your entire body of work, but there's a ton of variety there. So yeah. um, definitely, definitely an amazing job. Thank um, you. Did you, uh, that's what I wanted to ask you also. Did you get a chance to, to box with Billy or, or, you know, get in the ring with him? Because I know he's not allowed in Thailand, right? Yeah, I mean, Billy's like, you know, I, I never got in the ring with Billy. I don't, I think that might be detrimental to the, <laughs> to the nature of the shirt. He's, 40, he's in his 40s. Um, and you know he's you know the, the injuries that he sustains in the film, like you know he still has obviously. And really, he's, re- wow. he's recently he's recently battled, um, you know battled and got, got through cancer. But um, I certainly yeah. became good friends with Billy, um, and uh, he was a massive, um, a great resource for me for this movie, and um, incredibly helpful from start to finish. So what's next? What's next for you? What's going on? What's going on in your world these days? Uh, I've got. Uh, I'm just in talks for a couple of projects at the moment. Quite exciting, exciting projects. Um, some in uh, in in the UK, but quite a bit in America now. Um, you know, I want to get back out to the states and, and do some more work out there. I love, I love, I love working out there. I feel like being from the UK. I think maybe part of the reason that a lot of the British actors are out there is because um, you're almost on a blank slate. Um, you know, you can you can play a variety of roles. Is that right? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think um, there's 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 perhaps less prejudice um, coming to America, um, whereas in England, if you're from a certain place, you tend to get those roles. Whereas in America, I think there's a lot more um, room for um, playing a variety of roles and characters. Yeah, that's yeah, that's interesting. I guess you can sort of be stereotyped or pigeonholed or whatever word you want to use, you know, anywhere you are. But that's that's encouraging to hear that there's a lot of variety and and openness here in the States. I mean, maybe yeah. ne- does Netflix and Amazon and streaming yeah. places have a lot to do with that, you think? Yeah, I think so. There's so, you know, even even from when I first started acting, you know, I, I, there was um, a handful of channels in England that I could try and get a, a part on and, and play in, you know, teens and early 20s sort of characters it was very very limited it wasn't that much whereas now because of Amazon and Netflix and all the rest of it there's so many there's so many roles out there uh, and so there is a lot of there is a lot of opportunity um, you know for people to work do you ever uh, do you ever have the itch or have you started to think about as far as opportunities maybe doing something uh, behind the camera directing or producing or or Taking on any kind of things like that. Mm. Yeah, I um, I started. I actually started by writing my. I started acting when I wrote. I wrote a television show in the UK. Never actually got made, but oh no way! I was getting commissioned in the UK. It was like comedy about my life at home. And, oh, um, <laughs> I bet that's very right, really my hometown. <laughs> in my hometown, and um, so so yeah, certainly I'm 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 I'm, I'm getting back onto to that now, and I'm finding a lot of joy from from writing again um, and exercising those different muscles so um, fingers crossed yeah, that's we, can get, we, can, we can put we can get something we can get something 
Definitely, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's important in whatever line of work you're in, right, to just always keep exercising all the different muscles and see what speaks to you. It sounds, I don't know what your comedy was about, but it, it almost sounds from what you were telling me about your family life at home and your mom taking in other kids that weren't even your siblings, you, you could have had a ready-made comedy or sitcom, <laughs> sitcom yeah. there. I don't know. <laughs> there was always anecdotes, for sure. No question. Yeah, we always take stuff from our from from our home and growing up life, right? I mean, that's where the best stuff comes from, I think. Definitely, love. All right. Well, listen, I appreciate you spending a few minutes with me. I love the film. It's easily one of my one of my favorites of the year, and Thank you. Uh, it was just intense and jarring. And and I just absolutely, uh, I think I want to read the book now. And yeah. so, thank you for giving us that and. Appreciate the time. All right, buddy. All the best, man. My thanks to Joe Cole for joining me and sharing the backstory of how he transformed into the formerly drug-addicted, imprisoned boxer Billy Moore. It's easy to tell that Joe's humble upbringing is not lost on him today. And while he's great as John Shelby in Peaky Blinders, his performance in A Prayer Before Dawn has only made me an even bigger fan. So I'd encourage you to check it out, see it for yourself. It hits theaters Friday, August 10th. And if you like this episode or others that I've done, please subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. Until next time, this has been Benjamin Block. Thanks for listening.